Hi folks, I just want to share with you some thoughts today concerning the confession of God's Word. You and I speaking God's Word, so vital, so important. A big, big part, maybe the major part, of why we're here on earth. I've been thinking about prayer quite a bit recently and how important prayer is. We have in our thinking just a prayer meeting or just prayer, as in prayer being something so uh very much a, a minor part of what we're supposed to do, particularly those of us in ministry, we think our ministry is our preaching and our teaching, and of course that's important. But we tend to minimise in our thinking the aspect of prayer, or we we think about prayer as things that it's not really, which is just begging and squalling and crying out to God, rather than prayer being decreed. And so the confession of God's word that comes from the meditation of his word, which always has a vocal aspect to it. Meditating God's word is not emptying your mind, it's filling your mouth so that your mind and your heart and your spirit, all of you, the inner man, spirit, soul and body can be full of God's word. And remember that uh, wonderful phrase, the word of our God endureth forever. And you know, if you've got God's enduring forever word in you then you will become a person of substance there will be more of eternity in you the things that are eternal are not subject to change which means the things that are eternal are far more enduring than the things that are temporal and God's word is an enduring word God's word is an eternal word God's word is a spirit word the words that come to us from God's word are spirit and life their life-giving, their quickening words. And so it's so important that, that for us to be full of his word. The more full of God's word you are, the more enduring you are, the more real you are, the more spiritual you are, the more of eternity is in you. So let's be people of the word. Now let me just um, read what it says here uh, in Romans chapter 10. Uh, and verses 9 and 10, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, or we could put it another way, if you'll confess that Jesus is Lord, that's what it means in the Greek, if you'll confess that Jesus is Lord, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved, for with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. What it's saying here is this, is that your mouth and your heart have a connection and if your heart is full of God's word, because you've put it in your mouth and filled your inner man with his word, then that will change. It'll change you. It'll change you from being a dead person to a person with eternal life. If you confess that Jesus is Lord, if you speak those words, it will regenerate your human spirit. Think about that. Now, we, we, we talk an awful lot about people asking Jesus in their hearts and saying the sinner's prayer and that you have to be repentant and all these things. But the Bible makes it a lot more simple than we do. It just says if you believe in your heart, God raised Jesus from the dead. But if you confess, if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord. That's all you have to do to go from, pass from death unto life. From uh, damnation to salvation. Just simply confess that Jesus is Lord. So your confession, what comes out of your mouth, can change everything. It's the game changer. Your tongue is the game changer. If you put words of life in your tongue, if you put words of life in your mouth and then release those words, 
You know, now, a lot of it is speaking that word into your heart so that what comes out of your heart is his life-giving word. And so there's this dynamo that goes on, this cycle of life, that if you speak his word, speak it at your inner man, until what comes out of your inner man is, is that word released in power, released in faith, released in, in, in a dynamic way that changes your life, changes your circumstances, changes atmospheres, changes other people's lives. You know, we, we, we preach and we minister sometimes, uh, and, and it's like driving a car where, you know, you're, you're on the red with the petrol. We, we sometimes minister out of fumes. But the best way to drive a car, and any mechanic will tell you this, is with a full tank because you don't want to be dredging up all the dirt that's in the fuel, the diesel or the petrol, uh, and releasing that into your engine. You want to be uh, driving in a car that's got a full tank. It's a cleaner way to drive, it's a more economical way to drive, and you go much further. So just take the time to speak God's word, to speak the Lordship of Jesus. You see, I, I believe that we, we only really think about that, and we shouldn't. We, we only think about Jesus as Lord, uh, you know, in that context. Oh, well, confessing, taking Jesus to be your Lord and Saviour. But if Jesus as Lord, as a simple three-word statement, can change you inside from a dead spirit, an Adamic nature spirit to a Christ man or a Christ person inside, a saved person with eternal life, with resurrection life in your spirit. If that simple three-word statement can do that, to perform what many would say would be the greatest miracle of all, which is having someone born again, if he can get you born again, what else can Jesus as Lord do for the rest of your life, other parts of your life, for your physical body, for your financial situation, for social things, for relationship things. When you speak Jesus as Lord over your finances, over your family, over that situation, over church that you attend or minister in. Speaking God's words, speaking what God says to say, speaking what God says to think, speaking what God says should be on the lips, not what Man says should be on the lips, but what God says. What does he say? Here's what he says. He says that we need to be people who have his word in our hearts, before our eyes, coming into our ears, on our lips. We need to be people who are people who confess God's word, confess the things that are freely given to us of God. Think in these things. Speak them with your mouth. Meditate them. Receive them into your heart until what's in your heart is so full and so abundant that it comes out and changes the circumstances of your life. Receive, the Bible says, with meekness the engrafted word or the implanted word. Receive his word as a seed in the soil of your heart and let his word transform the soil and let his word grow in you until it grows up and becomes mighty in you becomes a sword that fires out of your lips. Just like the Bible says that Jesus has this sharp sword coming out of his mouth, that with it he should smite the nations. In other words, take dominion over wickedness and evil. We need that at this time. We need saints who have God's word in their mouth as a sword. So release God's word into your heart and then let it be released out of your mouth and be a person who is 
a wielder of the mightiest sword that is known in any of the realms, the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. The Lord bless you.